Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Help, I need somebody, help. Not just anybody. Ooh, singing some Beatles this Man, morning. Hey, hey, Brian, we should really focus on getting some real, some real music. Yeah, or the oh, mute the button. The mute button. Oh, right. man. Hey, speaking of Brian, Brian, thank you very much. Uh, coming to you live from, uh, well, live and recorded from audiohive.com. Good stuff, good studio, good people. Maybe soon we'll be Video Hive. Who knows? You know, if you're listening to this podcast in 2026, that's probably old news. You're exactly right. You know what I'm saying? You're exactly right. Yeah, I mean, we should probably preface that we're in 2022. Yeah, there is no time and space in Podcastville. It's we're just at our own dimension. Yeah, my uh, or dementia. My stepkid said, "Well, what did you guys do before the cell phone?" Oh, brother. My daughter wanted to know how to get that album in the CD player. That big. Oh, that's red, awesome! Yeah, I know right. that's awesome. So what's going on today, my friend? I don't know, man. Let's talk about help, right? Wow. So let's use the theme that, that you were singing, help. Um, you know, I, you know I, I really dig our format. Um, you know, it's not scripted. It's not all, you know, it's just, uh, you know, sitting in the coffee shop. It's just getting together. Maybe and... it'd be more productive if it was scripted. <laughs> because we start with the topic on help. In, in 18 minutes yeah, from now, knows? we're probably going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, who knows? But right. you know, we uh, we love connecting with our listeners. So if you want to send send us an email, it's podcast at sober coffee. Um, but yeah, we're we're not scripted. We you know most of this it's just like we're sitting in a coffee shop because we we really are. And talking um, about recovery. Yeah, just talking about experience, strength, and hope, and, and and we try to break our sessions out in those three sections and try to keep to eighteen minutes because that's mm-hmm. the average length of time it takes to drink a cup of coffee and. And you know what? We're trending. Um, not Sober Doc Coffee, the podcast, but um, people trying to live a, a alcohol-free life. It's a trend. I mean, we've gone through uh, major global change. We've gone through, you know, p- forget about pandemics and forget about uh, global crisis. People have their own crisis in their life, relationships that are strained and situations that are tough. And, and uh, you know, alcohol is a go-to. Um, we're just a couple of guys who found out that we can go to life without the alcohol and and it's working for us. And, and we just want to share it. I mean, we don't have any, uh, there's no sponsors. There's no financial gain here. Uh, the whole point is we found a way to engage in life and sobriety that it is is returning phenomenal benefits for us. We just want to share it. Yeah, we actually, um, you know, speaking of sponsors, we, um, that's not AA sponsors, that's podcast sponsors. Right. Um, but we actually made the decision to just, you know, kind of run from a coffee kitty perspective, folks that can reach out. There's a link on our website and, you know, donate 10 bucks or whatever, buy us a cup of coffee. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I've listened to other podcasts and really get into them. And then they, they, they start to monetize it, you know, and, and their message just disappears. Sure. You know, it just mm-hmm. disappears. And what's commercials coming next? And, you know, it's almost like the social media sites right now. I think Facebook's down to, 
you know, they, they have an advertisement every three posts. Yeah. You know, and sit there and say, man, am I here to catch up with people or, or are they just trying to get one over? You know, yeah. So yeah. We, we really want to stay away from that and just have, you know, just a casual coffee coffee chat. And, that sounds good. So know, today's topic is going to be help, and I love, I love it because it was the s- shortest most powerful word I ever said. Well, it's funny because, you know, when you were talking about crisis, I mean, there are people, myself included, um, where just a Monday morning is mm-hmm. a crisis. Sure. You know, early Monday morning, they're a crisis. They had a disastrous drinking weekend. They're hungover as can be. They're trying to keep their life together. They usually have family fights because they're drinking or whatever. And, you know, just an average morning is is a major crisis in their life. And I was certainly there, and I know you mm-hmm. were too. And mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's start with help. So... I grew up, you know, I, you know, I need to really face this because this is a big learning for me. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, how, how you unpacked this. Um, but for me growing up, from my earliest memories, and my earliest memories go back to first grade, um, most of them. And, and I can remember my whole life, I mean, my, I had parents who loved me a lot. They were very involved in... <clears throat> You know, and, and I was taught from the earliest age, from teachers, from my parents, from whatever, figure it out yourself. Don't ask for help. In, in, in my mind, asking for help was a weakness. And it was something that I just didn't do. And I grew up with that. I went through school with that. I went through college with that. I went through, you know, working with that in, in my career. My, my managers told me, don't ask me a question. Go to the book. Find it out yourself. You research the answer. You know, don't ask me for help. And I was told that thousands of times. So it had an impact on me, right? So now when I'm challenged with my drinking and as my alcoholism progressed, um, I was trying to figure it out for myself. Because that's what I was taught. You don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so be, be, before I get to the point where I, I did ask for help, and, and I only asked for help because I had no other solution, um, how did you grow up? Very, very similar? Or? Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Very similar. I mean, you, you're, yeah. you're big in business and, you know. Yeah, well, sure, and you and you do for yourself. But it's funny because you you call in in the business world, you call help other things. You call it partnering up with. You talk you talk about an investment. You're not. It's not a handout. It's an investment. Right. Um, but I grew up in, a, in an environment very similar to yours. You know, I had a single mom scenario. Uh, my dad was. Uh, uh, Killed in a car accident when I was a young kid, and so my mom was a single mom, and she's out there doing two waitress jobs, you know, keeping four kids, five kids under the roof, um, in a two-bedroom house, and and um, and then she met this wonderful man who who ended up adopting me, and and uh, he was a railroad engineer, you know, and he he worked the third shift, so he'd go out in the in, in the Midwest, you know, he'd go out at eleven o'clock at night when it's eighty below wind chill, and and uh, he just worked hard and yeah the, my, our mantra was you know you you make for yourself you do for yourself and uh, so that was that was totally ingrained in me but then when i got and i i'll remember one story glenn where uh friends of of my folks uh, uh somebody reached out to them for financial help mm-hmm. and the stigma the maybe stigma is the wrong word but no, oh st- my stigma is a great my, word my my parents were appalled. How could you? 
what? How could you ask somebody else for money? They gave him the couple hundred bucks, and of course he never paid it back. And yeah. that that story followed us for for all those years, because because it was a it was a stigma. Here's a guy who couldn't fend for himself. How how can you do that? That's not the way I was raised, you know. And so yeah, you're right. Now you come into alcoholism. Um, and, and it wasn't on my radar, you know, getting help wasn't on my radar anywhere. Um, actually Glenn fixing it wasn't on my radar for far too long. Right. I was, I was fine with the disaster I had created for myself. <clears throat> I learned to work it. Um, it's almost like a, in golf, you know, I've got, I've got some bad habits, but if I golf enough, I, I can, I can still shoot a pretty decent game even with my bad habits. But yeah, I, um. I, I, I never, that was never on my radar to ask for help. And not until just now, this morning, did you paint that out? That's probably why it wasn't on my radar because that's not how I was raised. Yeah. You know, I, um, I struggled for years in my alcoholism because, and, and I don't know, maybe 10 years of those, I was actually in AA, Mm -hmm. you know, but I was in and out of AA. I didn't fully commit. Because I was, I was determined on my own, you know, I really struggled, but I was determined to find a solution myself. In fact, my favorite line was, I've got this. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the pieces, biggest piles of shit that I've ever said is I've got this. Um, and, and, you know, finally, I got to the point where I had enough evidence where my game wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I, I had I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had enough proof that whatever strategy I was going to come up with next mm-hmm. wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And it, it was at that point in time, it was September of 2014, on a Friday afternoon. And I, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing this. I was sitting on my counselor floor, um, you know, two two thirty in the afternoon on a Friday afternoon after eight days in detox, six hospitals in one week across the across the country. You know, I, I just said, dude, I need help. I mm-hmm. said, I will do anything you tell me to do. You know, and I boom, just cannot take your, another drink. And that was your turning point. That was my turning point. Can I can I ask you about the previous nine years, though? Yeah. You said you were you kind of were introduced to the message of help was always part of the of the AA mantra, right? I mean, that the message of help. And, and surrender were were there. Did you just not want to hear it, or was it not conveyed to you? Well, I mean, let's just break that apart, honestly. So I would go to meetings. I would go to meetings when they were convenient for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to meetings to try and impress other people. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, that I was going um, and then two, when I got in the room, I would spend all my time inside my head trying to calculate what I was going to say to impress you. Mm-hmm. And so 98% of the message was going outwards, not coming inwards. So they're at the table screaming, hey, we're here to help. And, Absolutely. And you are totally focused on what you're going to say. Dude, now. don't forget, I sat in meetings for two years before I heard the promises and they'd read them at the end of every single meeting. Right. So, I mean, that's just how, I mean, I was sitting there 98%, and I can remember there, there's a guy in a room. I call him Tap Tap Don. Mm-hmm. I would sit there and calculate because when he heard something of value, he'd tap mm-hmm. his knee. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd go tap, tap his knee. Mm-hmm. So I would sit there, and I would try to come up with the craziest, most brilliant bullshit. 
you know, and, and I would, I, I wouldn't hear 14 people share because right. I've got this thing generated. And when it comes time for me, I would spew it and then he wouldn't tap. Right. Oh. Right. So that's been the rest fail. of the meeting. Sure. How'd I fail? Uh, what, what should right. I have said? Right. So, I mean, it was terrible. And um, <laughs> so it's it's funny because that that's that's full well, full transparency. Well, this is this is great because what I don't want, you know, with this session, I want people to walk away with the understanding that help is is the it's the crossroad of 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 this journey. I, I mean, that's where it all starts is with with that surrender. The word behind help help means I, I give up. I can't do it on my own. I, I need somebody else. And for me, it's really been two phases. It was that um, council room floor moment, you know, which mine was at my kitchen table. I had that, that help moment where I just said, help, I'll do, I need help, right? I didn't know what I was asking for. I didn't have, I didn't have a strategy. I didn't have a strategic plan. I didn't have a blueprint. I had nothing. I just needed help. But here's the other part of help that I've learned about in in my days in the program and that is that it's a it's it's a process of repeatedly relying on somebody other than myself to get through life and and I don't need to be that guy it doesn't need to play out like that guy who had his hand out to my parents you know this is this is about people helping people because I get now a chance to help other people, but it's helping me. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. So let me let me just try to shape some stuff because sometimes I think we, you know, and, and we're both involved with the newcomer meeting, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, right. I, I love seeing how newcomers come in. So <clears throat> I'll I'll uh, paint a picture, right? Yeah. So a newcomer comes in. It's his first day A meeting, mm -hmm. right? And um, you know, so we do a first step meeting and we tell them all our stories, right? Of how bad things were, we we got involved in AA and now how great things are, right? And um, so what we often do is we put our phone numbers in there for the guy to call, right? And I remember because I, they did it for me. And I can remember saying, I'm not calling any of those phone numbers. I don't need those people, right? And then secondly, I mean, when, when people give me phone numbers, I went a year without talking on the phone. And that phone was 500 pounds. I forgot how to use it. I used to talk 5,000 minutes a month on my cell phone. And now, you know, I, I come to AA and I don't even know how to use the phone, right? But for those that are listening who have not, you know, who are thinking about going in the rooms and, and whatnot, I, I want to frame this for you. It's one of the most welcoming, inviting, non-judgmental spaces you will find in this world. Yeah. Even more so than a church, because they can judgment the fuck out of you in a sure. church. Sure. But um, it, it's non-judgmental. And one of the things about the AA rooms is everybody in that room was right where you are today. Right. And they really don't give much of a flying leap about what you do for work, what you drive, who you're married to, how many kids you have. Their main focus, their main focus 
at least mine is when people come into the room, is the sobriety of that newcomer or or that person who's been in the program for a long time. It's all the sobriety. Look, I, I think it's wonderful that Grant Glenn's got a career and he's got a family and he takes vacations. My question always to him is, how are you doing? All that how, shit, you're going to end up losing if you don't right. stop drinking. That's right. So how so you doing? How matter. you doing today? That, that shit doesn't you know? matter. But you know what's funny is, yeah. is because of the program and because of the 12th step where – you know, people that have worked the 12 steps, they're there. Their purpose is to help other alcoholics. Right. Right. So when you ask for help, and, and sometimes that phone number you said, I, I used to sit there and say, what am I going to say? You yeah. know, what am I going to call this guy and say? Right. right? And and I remember my sponsors, like, call me every day. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to call you every day because I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I want you to call me every day. I said, dude, I don't know what to say. He goes, okay. Call me up. I'll answer the phone and say, Hey, he goes, let's practice it, right? I'm like, oh, I can do that. I'm like, dude, that's all you have to do. I'll take care of the rest. You know, I will, I will be there. And, and, you know, I had to have everything figured out in my head. And that's just how I, I ran. But that's not where the miracle happens. The miracle happens when you pick up the phone or you go into the room and you say, help. Right. That's when the miracle happens. And I'm telling you, people have done so much for me in my last seven years, stuff that I will never be able to repay. Never. And guess what? They're not asking for They're repayment. They're not asking for repayment. Nobody's even keeping score. It's not transactional. It's it's blows my mind because the rest of the world doesn't work that way. That's right. But when you ask for help, so what I have learned, Mikey, is I turned the word help in, from one of the weakest things you could say into one of the strongest things I could say and I ever did. And when I asked for help, man, it was there, it is there, and it will be there whenever I need help. And so today, I'm not facing some disastrous relapse today, right? But when I get into a situation, and you know this because I've reached out to you, when I get into a situation that's cranky, Right, that sets me off, or you know, my phone to, rings. Yeah, I'm trying to try to figure t- something or out. Or at least I get a text. I, I, I'm reaching out to people because sure. you know what? One of the greatest tools I have today is help. Mm-hmm. You know, a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. And what I have found is a problem shared, most of the time that problem goes away. Right. Not just halved, it right. goes away right. because there's a lot of help in this room and there's a lot of desire to help. So it's just amazing in my head that the word help turn from one of the weakest things I could ever do, asking for help, to being one of the strongest things I can ever do. And certainly the program of AA and the people in AA, you know, and um, and you can't know you can't know that till you really give it a try. And you've used the pool scenario before. You know, if you're just going to stand on the platform and you're not going to get in the water, you have really have no idea. But hop in the water with the other people that are in the pool. Like Glenn said, they're not. There's, there's no transaction. There's no fee to join. There's no pyramid scheme here. There's no, there's not even a financial end, but there's not even a personal end. They don't, they don't care. Like I can't help Glenn in his business. I can help Glenn stay sober today just by being there for him. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I think there's a book called, you can't learn to ride a bike from a seminar and, and you know, you can't learn about help until you pick up the phone or you're in a meeting and just say, I need help. And you'll Can't be, figure this ama- out. You'll be amazed help. at what happens. So that's the little next step, half step challenge is, you know, if, if you're out there and we, we, we touch a lot of folks that, you know, are trying to figure this out and trying to be, 
you know, can I stay sober today? The answer is yes. And all you have to do is ask for help. Yeah. And if you don't have a number, send, a, send an email to our inbox. Podcast at sober.coffee. Love you. Love you, brother. Hey, man, thanks for being there when I pick up the phone and ask you for help. Thank I really you. value that. Thanks, right, man. man. Talk. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.